It is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. That is Van Halen with Take Your Whiskey Home, and Chris is going to do that tomorrow. Yes, sir. He's going to drink his whiskey at home. Yes, sir. I'm going to assume so. Yeah, I would think so. Either here at her house, one of the two. Why don't you make it at her house, or your house, uh, that way she can get the DUI. Well, yeah, she maybe. Might, she might end up on live PD. Could be. Let's hope they're not still shooting from Shreesboro. <laughs> well, I'm sure they are. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> hey, there's Chris's friend on, uh, you know, she's on live PD. It'd be better if it was me, though, because you can believe if I'm, if they ever nail me and I'm on live PD, I am going to say the classic metal show just to get it on the fucking thing. <laughs> I've been uh, watching, you know, they, they, somebody's been uploading a lot of the live PDs on YouTube. Right. And I don't know if it's just coincidental or if it's just editing or whatever. There, there's, and I know I've talked about this before, but it's the same theme. No ID, suspended driver's license, pot in the car, warrants for your arrest, right? Pot and meth in the car. Of course, that that's the top five right there. Mm. Now, if you like to smoke meth for whatever reason, yeah, go right ahead and smoke meth. Mm-hmm. Why are you driving around in a car with a meth pipe? Or the meth in the car. Because you're going to do something stupid eventually. And they're going to search your car and they're going to find it. Now, if you, you like this, it. if you like to smoke meth, mm-hmm. just do it at home. Leave your paraphernalia at home. Leave your meth at home. But don't you be sound- driving around in public with your meth and your, your pipe. You sound like such an old man. Neely. I know. It's just so stupid. I mean, dude, do you realize how long it is to go 10 minutes from one guy's house to the other guy's house? You got to have <laughs> meth there. You got to have it handy. There was a movie back in the early part of the 2000s. It was called The Hot Chick. Mm-hmm. And it was with, um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Jack Black. No, oh. it wasn't Jack Black. It's a uh, dark haired guy. I can't think of his name. Anyway, uh, Adam Sandler was in the movie. All right. And the whole time, he was like this uh, dreadlock guy. And his only question about everything is, where do you keep your weed? <laughs> everything was, where do you keep your weed? You know, you could keep your weed in there. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider. So the whole thing is, is your whole day mm-hmm. is just surrounded about where are you getting your weed Right. And, and where are you getting your meth? Mm-hmm. That's it. Dude, those are important things. My whole my whole day is consumed with my weed and my meth. You say that like that's not your whole day. <laughs> I saw one the other day where they went to some some auto body shop place because some chick stole some guy's car. Okay. And they asked him, he goes, well you know what happened and she goes well she got pissed off she took my car she took off with it goes well why did she get mad well because i took her heroin away from her it's like it's like where is it and he goes yeah i don't have it he had it in his mouth in a baggie 
<laughs> and he spit it out. And then it's just like, well, you're in possession, dude. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm keeping it. Yeah, from I, I took it from her. Yeah, but you had it in your mouth. You were hiding it from us. No, I was doing your job for you. <laughs> so then they go, do you have anything else on you? And he goes, yeah, I got some crack in my shoe. <laughs> So he's got heroin in his mouth and he's got crack in his shoe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The shoe bummer. Holy smokes. That's got to be a horrific thing where all you got to do is be concerned about where you're going to hide your drugs all day. I mean, geez, oh man. I mean, dude, I love to smoke pot. I mean, I do. I love it. And that being said, I don't even keep any. You know, it's like if, if there's somewhere I'm at, I'll smoke it, but... I can't imagine running around fiending for it. I just cannot fucking imagine being like, oh, how am I going to get through this day? I mean, where's my phone? Who's, who's selling pot? Yeah. How do I <laughs> get some? Dialing around to get some and whatnot. And here's the thing. Where do these people get money to buy this stuff? Obviously, they're not employed. And they, yeah. live, they live in squalid conditions. Yeah. But yet somehow, some way... They come up with a way to score weed or meth or whatever the whatever their drug of choice is. It's what they've saved on groceries and toothpaste. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah. The thing with the teeth with the meth guys, oh, I'll yeah. never get that. Horrific. You just know what it's gonna do to your fucking teeth. And you do it anyway. Ugh, it's just brutal. Yeah. I was watching this video of um, it was like a hospital thing where they follow like nurses around during the day. Okay. And one of the things that one of them was doing was, you know, that I don't know what the thing is called, but it sprays into their into like a wound and it's got like a, a rounded end on it. Okay. Fatter end so that they could spray more in without it like spraying all over the place. They were spraying this meth head's teeth Ugh. with this fucking sprayer, and it was coming out just red like like a like a cut. <clears throat> and it was because his gums were so weakened from meth that the water hitting his gums Caused and nothing to ever touched. Yeah, because nothing nothing ever touched his gums. You know, which makes me think he doesn't even eat. Oh no doesn't eat because he, he'd rather score meth and they're literally spraying into his mouth and it's pouring out like in a horror movie well the thing is is that with your teeth yeah if your teeth get infected that infection will go to your heart and kill you of course which to me sounds like a good thing for most of those guys yeah most of those guys you'd rather see die yeah so it's like you, you serve no purpose. It's time to, you know, you, it's, you gotta go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do the, the break point of a thousand. Do you, <clears throat> how many people do you think more or less than a thousand in the last five years that were addicted to meth have completely gotten clean and become productive in society? Productive? Productive. 10%. No, I'm saying a thousand people. That's the more or less. Oh, less. 
<clears throat> that's what I think too. I think less than a thousand people of all the meth heads have ever cleaned it up and gotten, or at least in the last five years, have cleaned it up and gotten productive. No fucking way. They either died or they ended up on the streets of San Francisco or L.A. Yeah, we're here. Did you say that like it's like it's restricted to to fucking California? Well, it's not. Well, the it's an epidemic out there. Yeah. It's nearly an epidemic here. Meth is brutal here, dude. Mm-hmm. Kent, Ravenna area. Fuck that. It's all meth. Do they have tent cities going on over there? Not yet, but I mean it. It was barely above trailer parks yeah, before. But, but the thing is, is that they've got tent cities going on in San Francisco and L.A. Right. Well, that's just because Nancy Pelosi has just fucking let her place go to shit. Mm-hmm. But, and I mean that figuratively and literally. But. Yeah, it's it's method. I'll never understand what what made meth popular. Breaking Bad. Did Breaking Bad make it cool? No, I think I think meth became popular because it's cheap. It's a cheap high. Yeah, that's but it. Pot. It's just it's just cheap and it's accessible. Is it cheaper than pot? Oh yeah. Is it? I didn't yeah, know. it's just cheap. It's it's just cheap. You know, you get a little rock. It's like five bucks. Hmm. Well, I'm not gonna find out. So <laughs> I'm gonna stay with. Stay with some pop pot and a vape. Well, pen. pot pot is not uh you know um, addictive. I mean, it is. It there is addiction, but it's not like an addiction. But once you start start smoking meth, yeah, you really become addicted to it. I get that. Fuck that. But you know what? What pisses me off about the whole um, meth thing mm-hmm. is that it became uh, necessary to get your Advil cold and sinus over the counter. You have, behind, what do you mean? Yeah, behind the counter. You have to go to, actually to the pharmacist and say, hey, can I have some <laughs> Can I have some Advil cold and sinus? Something I used to buy right off the shelf. Right. But now you can't do that anymore. Plus, you have to show your driver's license and scan and all that shit. And they and they actually track how much cold medicine you get because they make it out of that shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, you weren't aware of that. I don't go to stores. Well, this has been going on for the last almost ten years. No, I you, never. I mean, never if you if you want some if you want some Advil cold and sinus or any kind of you know. Uh, uh, allergy medicine that has that has the uh certain drainage shit mm-hmm. in it you have to get it at the pharmacy you, you, and you have to like show your driver's license and all this shit it's just like what am i buying like me- you know am i buying cocaine here or what i'm buying I've, i'm buying cold medicine i've never experienced it yeah they I, melt that down and they make it part of it i know you don't have to do that with nyquil no, because it doesn't have that same decongestant in it. Yeah, because all I ever do for cough and cold is NyQuil for the meds. And if I'm stopped up, I just buy that Afrin 12-hour shit. Yeah. I know it's rotting my head away, but I don't care. Yeah, if you buy, if you buy like, some, like, Chlorotrimaton D or, you know, Advil, cold and sinus or something that has a decongestant in it, mm-hmm. you have to get that uh, at the pharmacy counter. 
Can you get a Z pack still, or you got to do that? I don't. Time? I don't even know. Because that's what I was talking to Levin this week, and he heard that I had bronchitis, and was like, "You better go get some antibiotics, man." I was like, "You know, I'm not doing that." And he's like, "Well, at least go get a Z pack." Yeah, that's well. That's what a lot of those guys on the road, the the musicians on the road, right? When they start getting sick, they get a Z pack, and that straightens straightens them right up right away. Yeah. Well, that's he recommended the Z pack. Yeah. Well, like, that 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 knocks that shit right out of your system, like right now. Yeah. I didn't see that I could order it on Amazon, so needless <laughs> to say, I didn't buy it. <laughs> oh my god. We've we've like uh, lowered ourselves to like we're we're just hermits now, dude. I don't want to deal with people. I, dude, I'm not I'm not arguing. Trust me, I'm I'm I was on that train way before you were. You're the one that showed me it, but boy, I've taken over. <laughs> no, dude, it's like I was telling you yesterday. The check engine light came on in my car, and because of the thought of having to go to AutoZone. And walk into AutoZone and speak to somebody to to run it with the little scanner thing to see what's wrong with my car. I literally went on to Amazon and bought the scanner thing. <laughs> I bought I bought one of those scanners for my car. Yeah. For my car engine because I don't just the thought of going into that store and dealing with some fucking asshole is is something i just don't want to do anymore well i did the same thing uh my car is you know newer than yours yeah and my check engine light came on about a week ago okay wow really yeah i didn't know what it was right but instead of going to you know AutoZone and have them plug it in and all that i just disconnected the battery and cleared the code and i haven't had a problem since <laughs> nice <laughs> well i'm gonna clear the code tomorrow i just got the thing tonight <laughs> Uh, I'm going to see what it is first, because whatever it is, I, I'm assuming oxygen sensor, because the car's running fine, but it's burning gas faster than I could with a match. So, you know, that, that's usually the oxygen sensor, isn't it? More often than not. Yeah, so I'm going to check it, and then I'm going to reset that oh, son of a Anna, bitch. And it could be your gas cap. Yeah, could be that, too. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's a gas cap, because that's like 10 fucking dollars. Yeah. You know? I I could I, I could probably I mean I know the oxygen sensor is like thirty bucks but there's no chance in hell I'm climbing under a car and fixing that. Fuck that! I'm I'm way too spoiled for that. <laughs> I'd rather give somebody hundred fifty dollars than to fucking turn the wrench three times, which is I know what it is. I know it's it's what three turns and then you pop it out and plug the other one in. Yeah, three it's, it's it unscrews and then you just plug the single lead in. Yeah, but there's like nothing to it. There's no, no, not really. You just it's just getting to it sometimes is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I, I pass. Let somebody yeah. else fucking well, handle it. That's why I pay that's why I pay girls to come in and clean my house a couple times oh, a month. Yes. Don't blame me there. <laughs> We're spoiled. We really are. I know I am. I'm definitely spoiled. And you know what? Why not? I fucking spend how many years being dead broke? Fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to fucking live live as high as I can or higher than <laughs> I can afford to. I've been having I've been having a maid service or a cleaning service come in and clean my house for a year now. Right. And I had no idea who it was. Right. Oh, here's the thing. And I got to tell this story real quick. Okay. So 
they they wanted to come in and clean my house on uh, Christmas Eve, right? And they're just like, yeah, you know, we're you know we just want to get it in and get it done for you and whatnot. And I was off on Christmas Eve, right? And I was like, well, what time are you guys coming? And they go, well, we'll probably be there around nine. So I thought, okay, shit, I could sleep in on Christmas Eve, but if they're gonna come clean the house, I'm gonna have to get up. So I was up and ready by eight. Right. And so they they let themselves in at like it literally was like 830. OK. And so uh, this I was up here in the studio and I was, you know, moving the uh, files over to the server. Mm-hmm. And uh, some girl comes up and she goes, hello, hello. I was like, who's breaking into my house? And they go, oh, three, three lovely ladies, you know. So you pulled your pants off. and <laughs> All right. So, so I met, I met the, I met, I said, oh, there's three of you today because there are typically only two. Right. I said, well, they told us to, they, they had three of us come out because they want us to get it all done due to the holiday. You know, it's Christmas Eve. Right. And, uh, so I was sitting up here in the studio and I was talking to the one girl who was up here cleaning and, uh, she goes, I said, I said, I'm sure you've not quite seen a place like this before. And she goes, well, to be honest with you, no, we haven't. We see a lot of different things, but this place is so cool. Now here's, here's the disconcerting part. I don't, I don't worry about it, but she says, I took pictures of this and took, I sent it to my sister in Alabama because she likes rock and roll stuff. Yeah, it's up on a corkboard being plotted out yeah, for rock. That's exactly right. I said, well, as long as you're not looking to, uh, to you know, rob the place. Yeah. She goes, well, this is really cool. So I took a lot of pictures and sent it to my sister. She's like, no, no, don't, don't, don't bother. Just don't look at my fucking history to see what I was looking on eBay. Yeah. Don't look at that. I said, you took pictures of my place? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I you know, I hope you don't mind. And you're like, well, you can work that out. I got a way. Yeah. It's like, are you uh, casing the joint or what? You could you should have given her a special way. She could have worked out the, <laughs> the problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, come on over here and suck this dick a little bit. We're all, we'll call it even. Yeah, we'll call it even. Were they hot? Not really. No. Not the middle-aged housewife looking chicks. Not blowjob hot? No. But they get the house clean. That's all I care about. Exactly. Doesn't mean doesn't matter if they can blow on a whistle. Yeah, because I never see them anyway. I've, they've been coming here for a year, and I've never seen them until until a couple of weeks ago. Right. It's like just make sure the furniture is dusted and the carpets are clean and the bathrooms are clean. Okay. Meanwhile, that platinum docking record is now a piece of wood and <laughs> a glass. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to what we want to really get to. Okay. David Lee Roth opened up his residency in Las Vegas. Yes, he did. This week. And, uh, boy, you and I and I think uh, a lot of our fans have, you know, had the same thought that this guy is awful. He's terrible. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watch the videos, even John, John, who thinks I hate him, text me, I think it was on Thursday, 
Yeah. I'm, I'll read his text verbatim. Okay. <laughs> he actually texted me. All right. I hadn't even seen it yet, but he had texted me out of the blue. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, uh, what did he say here? Holy mother of fuck. <laughs> you have to listen to those Roth videos on Blabbermouth if you haven't already. Absolutely staggering how shitty it is, man. Even worse than I expected. Just fucking putrid. Now, mind you, this is a Van Halen uh, groupie. Die hard. Yep. In every way. And he puts on a goddamn Elvis wig in the video. What a clown. (laughs) This is a diehard Van Halen fan texting me, telling me how horrific this uh, David Lee Roth uh, residency video is. Right. So let's play some of this. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do something in backwards order here before you play some of this. Since John was so negative, I'm going to read you some other some other stuff. Okay. <laughs> this is some quotes from the Van Halen News Desk. Okay. Oh, okay, from their website, right? Their their yeah, yeah their uh, what do you bulletin board or whatever? Yeah. Okay. These, these are comments on the article called um, "David Lee Roth Kicks Off Residency 2020 Residency." First comment. The energy from Dave's voice streams adrenaline. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm looking for a couple more. Uh, Distinct is the best word. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's unforgettable. That's for sure. The energy is great. All Dave. He's still the ultimate showman and storyteller. Second to none. Is he? Second to none. Second to none. <laughs> um, Dave hit the ground running. Did he? Running with the devil? Van who? Diamond Dave killing it. He killed it. Yeah, he killed the whole Van Halen career. Killing it. <laughs> Ride him, cowboy. It looks like Leather Reigns tied to his mic. Uh, geez. And it just goes on and on. The love. Great. Return in Van Halen 2020. <laughs> well, guess who's back in circulation? And from what I've heard so far, his vocals sound great. Really? Glad to see him out there. What the fuck? These people got to be deaf. I think I, I think David Lee Roth is deaf. I don't care how much you like a performer. You can say that they stink when they do. You know. And let's let's just call a spade a spade. We have been accused, and fairly accused, of giving Don a pass sometimes. Yeah, we do. Sometimes, sure. We'll give him a pass. You'll never hear on our best day, on on our when Don's our favorite guy in the world. You will never hear us saying, sounds as good as he did in 87. You're not going to hear that. We'll say, yeah, he had a tough night. We've said that, too. And more, this is more you than me, but you've said that, too. You know, you who everybody says is sucking Don's dick, 
you know, you've said that on several occasions that he had tough nights when he had tough nights. Sure. You're it's, you're allowed to say that your favorite singer is off when he's off. You have no credibility when you say that he that he sounds in great voice when you hear this shit. None. You might as well just say that the sky is fucking purple. <laughs> because that has more credibility than saying these vocals are good. Right. But now that you've heard those those reviews, go ahead. Let's hear let's hear some of this. All right, we're going to play some uh, Unchained. All right. Good song. All right, here we go. What is he singing? Those are not the right words. <laughs> he's like he's like ad libbing or something. He's making him up like he forgot him or something. Yeah. And and the whole you know, he he is so fixated on that whole vaudevillian yeah thing it's just like this is not 1930 dave yeah it's it's awful i mean i get it you like the whole soft shoe and the taps and all that shit but you know this is this is your legacy is rock and roll this isn't like vaudevillian act no no and he's not having the music match it but that's the whole thing he he's way off key if he wants to do that, then toned, tune down to, I don't know, Q or whatever, whatever he would need to get to, and and do it almost Richard Cheese style. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. His band. It's good. They sound really good. Yeah, they sound great. But he is way off key with everybody and everything that's going on there. Can you imagine those guys? They get the call. They're in. They're in fucking this David Lee Roth thing. It's probably I don't know who the guys are if they're famous or they're not. But if they're not, it's like the biggest the biggest gig of their life. And then they get the further call that they're going to go on tour with Kiss as well. It's like holy fuck, this is really going well for me. And then Dave gets out there that first night and sounds like this. You got to be going. What the fuck just happened? And then, then you've got to be brave enough to say, okay, I'm going to ride it out because it's a good paycheck, or yeah. I'm going to say, hey, Dave, I got a couple ideas for you. Yeah, and they're not going to do that. No. Dave's going to say, look, I'm the money here. You guys are just the backing talent, so stay in the back. He stinks. That's what you thought. What is he? <laughs> I mean, his band is like spot on backing vocals and everything instead of just blending in with them. Yeah. He's like, like two octaves, like to the left. 
and and he and he's Vince kneeling it too. He's not even saying real words. He's doing that. He's like, what? What are you doing, dude? All right. It's like he's reading. He's like reading the lyrics off of an iPad or something. And, and even when he goes low, he goes too low. That's the funny part too. He's like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, he, he's, he's all over the map. And I'm not, you know, we've heard the, we've always not us, but people have always made the excuse that he must have been having problems with his monitors or his in ears or whatever but it's happened too much this is just who he is now is he deaf that that's the question i've always had is he deaf is he is he tone deaf is he's not able to hear correctly or does he just not give a shit or what what is the deal i think i'm gonna lean toward the latter there i just don't give a shit yeah yeah because he could fix that yeah he seems like he comes in at the wrong time and his his timing is off and his uh pitch is off <laughs> like, even, even if even if he is tone deaf he could work he's got enough money and he's making enough money with these this residency to hire a vocal coach yeah and the thing is is that acdc booted brian johnson because he he was like off a little off and they it were just was, like, oh, man, this fucking sucks. Let's bring in Axel Rose. Can you imagine if fucking, if Dave showed up to ACDC practice, they wouldn't let him in the fucking studio. Of course not. What a knob. screaming over the background the backing vocals but did he scream his own name it sounded like he goes wow dave lee Roth! wow <laughs> what play, play, go back a little it's bit it's all about me i want to hear if he screamed his own name let me hear this here we go I think he did. I think he yelled his own name. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine paying money for this? Dude, I have friends that went, that flew out there to see the first. 
I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we had a hookup when we saw him at the Rock USA back in 2015 or 14 or whatever it was. Dude, you know my friend Mike Strong, right? Yeah, From, yeah, uh, yeah. Maximum Threshold. Yeah. He, him and his friend. Not only did they go, but they got their faces painted an eat them and smile paint. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they they yeah, went. These guys are what fifty? Yeah. <laughs> Are they, people are, are they mar- are they married? I don't know. I, I Mike is. I, I don't. I don't think he's married, but he's been <laughs> with the same chick for like ten years or whatever. But <clears throat> I don't get it. I, I I've never been a fan of anybody to that level. Not to see this. If Metallica sounded like this, I would not go. Motley Crue, who I dearly loved as as a kid. I will not go see. No, of course not. Because I cannot fucking stomach Vince Neil singing like like he does now. Well, that's because he's got three stomachs for you. Yeah, well, look, I'm not one to fucking point fingers at the <laughs> fat guy and say, hey, fat guy, lose weight. <laughs> I'm not that guy, you know, but I will say this. Uh, I don't care how much weight he loses. It's, just, it's not going to make him a better singer. No. You know what? I'm a fat guy and I can still pronounce my words. Right. So, Vince is not going to be better because he's fucking running on a treadmill. I gotta give it to Dave. He's got a good backing band, and they do uh, vocalize to do the backing vocals really well. I'm gonna say this: they might do the backing vocals very well. That might be a track. Okay, those backing vocals sound too. Per- real they're spot too. On. They're too perfect. They're very perfect. Okay, could be. This is Las Vegas, after all. Yeah, I mean the band is definitely playing. Hmm. But what he needs is backing tracks for his goddamn vocal. <laughs> He's going out on tour with Kiss. Maybe they could teach him something. Yeah. This is. It's Elvis's birthday, and this is the song Elvis should have done, baby. Yeah. Elvis should have done this song? Yeah, sure should have. Wasn't he dead by the time this came out? I think so, yeah, because Elvis died, what, 77? Yeah. Yeah, and Chain did come out till later. Yeah, so 78, 9, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Unchained was, what, second record, Van Halen 2? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, what, 79. <laughs> Good one, Dave.
a bit much. Dave is just bad. Yeah. Well, you want to check out uh, Dance the Night Away? This is worse. I know. You thought that was bad. This is way worse I know. because this is more of a vocal song. Yeah. Check this one out. All right. We're going to dance. Really? How long? All fucking night long. Are we going to work out? No, we're going to run. Who's my working out partner? I am. Yeah. Are you talking about love? I am not. (laughs) Well, it's the perfect city for dancing the night away, huh? You know, kick that shit off. Get on one time. Look out. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, why can't he just sing? Have you seen her? I'm not a singer, but he's just like screaming out the words. You're in more in key than he is. And he should know how to do it. He's been doing it for 40 fucking years. Yeah. He doesn't have to do that. No, he could just... It would be better if he spoke and worded it. Yeah. He could just... He just could melodically sing that song. If he just spoke... If he just... Have you seen a song about a pretty... You know, if he just said the Have you seen her from across the room? You know, he he could just... He just could just sing that without wailing it out and enroaching his voice to I, I don't know why he feels the need to do that it's him it, it's dave he's the party remember <laughs> i guess he's, he is the party all right even necessary <laughs> not even necessary that has to drive guys that can really sing crazy you know somebody like Soto Soto has to bust his ass go from band to band to band put up five records a year be spot on at every show he plays to make probably one fifth the money that Roth will make in these fucking 15 shows that's got to make guys that can sing just fucking want to kill somebody. Yeah. That you know, you know awesome. what? Here, Here's the challenge for you. 
<clears throat> yeah. When you talk to Jeff Scott Soto, who is a Class A singer, yeah, ask him if he's seen any of the videos of the David Lee Roth residency and give his honest opinion. All right. He won't, but I'll ask no, him. No, I know, but ask him anyway. I will. I'll ask him. See, did have you seen any of the David Lee Roth residency videos, and do you have a, a thoughts on that? Yeah. Do you wish you could get away with that? Is what I ask. <laughs> All right. Just cannot stay consistent. Ooh, he is bad. All over the map. Eastern Seaboard and Southern California. Every single dance studio and every single place that has a mirror is packed bumper to bumper, shoulder to shoulder. Because during the Christmas vacation and for two weeks after the new year throughout Japan and China, it's still kind of a vacation time. So every kid who can possibly afford it and every choreographer and every dancer and every wannabe and every should be coming out of Asia, China, Japan, Korea, and then coming out of South America. Every kid who can possibly afford it coming out of Rio, Sao Paulo, Guatemala, Hondureño speaking, Eche, Espanol, from all over the world. And it's just like Palm Springs spring break when I was back in high school. Like nine motherfuckers to a hotel room. And they all feed themselves at the Sizzler at the salad bar with one plate. And they're here because they want to dance. That's why they're here, because they want to dance? What is he rambling about? I don't know. He's telling some dumb story. When, when, how long has the Sizzler been out of business? <laughs> I think they still have some on the West Coast. Do they? I think so. I cannot even remember. I, I don't think I've seen a Sizzler in 30 years. Yeah. Well, I, I used to go to Sizzler when I lived in California back in, you know, the 80s and into the early 90s. But, you know, I think they're just on the West Coast at the moment. Yeah, I just looked it up. There's, there's a few in quite a few states actually like 15 states and there's 179 in california so basically a california business i yeah, guess yeah yeah that's what i thought wow wow the kids they just want to dance <laughs> and then 
They want to dance like the way we take for granted up on the Soul Train TV. The same way that every country western star boot scoots, every way that every rock and roll motherfucker. They want to get to the root, not the fruit. Everybody who books the shows and does, you guys have heard of boy bands, K-pop, J-pop and shit. No shit, that's like a billion dollar industry. This week I just signed a release for a J-pop band, big time. They're called, um, what is it, Rampage. They're doing a cover of Jump. Paid for the drink tonight, fuck yeah. Are you paying for your own drinks tonight, Dave? Yeah. Rampage, big man. <laughs> yeah. And they all want to dance. Is that it? They want to learn the moves, baby. Yeah. What is this, Footloose? I was going to say, is he going to break out into that? Yeah, it's Footloose. Gotta cut Footloose down! Because they were being repressed by the religious zealots. All they want, all the kids wanted to do was dance, but the religious zealots in the town wouldn't let them. Let's hear fun, boy! <laughs> want to learn how to... And they're going to take it home, man, because dancing doesn't require a whole lot of equipment, and unlike golf, requires very little space. Right? Yeah. And I'm going to tie it up with, there's two halls of fame. There's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Got lucky there. But easily as important to me as the Hall of Fame at one of the oldest studios for dancing in all of Southern California and Hollywood. It's been around the longest of all. And if you know your way around that shit, I've been a thousand hours on room number two. Room number two's been around forever. And I've been in there doing my kung fu and doing all my rock and roll and shit and getting ready for videos, thousands of hours I've spent in there. And if you know your way around, if you're a long timer, they'll take you into the back room. It's a storage space behind room number two. And there's a list of all the names of all of us who became lifers. Yeah, because that's relevant to all the people in that crowd, right? Does he see himself as a professional dancer? Apparently so, but here's the thing. He's he's more or less telling the story yeah. uh, of some elite experience, and it's just like, yeah, I relate to that, Dave. I've been to L.A. at room number two. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's going there. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever that there, is. practicing for videos. Yeah, so the, the average Joe in the street can go, right? Yeah, sure. Got here. Mm-hmm. He's an idiot. <laughs> you're you're not coming off as the everyday man, uh, Dave. You're you're coming off as an elitist fuck. Well, he, he's not the everyday man. He's Diamond Dave. Yeah, of course. Privileged, white privilege. That's right. And you put your name and you put your date, and the first date there is 1924. It works its way up. Gene Kelly's name is there. Sid Charisse's name is there. Nicholas Brothers' name is there. I haven't put my name up there yet because I don't think I've earned it. 
This is the beginning of the second half. This is the beginning of the second half of the Super Bowl for me. This is the beginning of the second half of the career. And this is where all the greats finally get to. If you can finally get into the division finals, I don't know. We got into the finals. But maybe I'm going to put my name up there this one time, right? Yeah. Dancing and dancing and dancing. Dancing that away. Yeah, you go, Dave. Go. At least he's in pitch when he's talking. <clears throat> yeah. You go, Dave. Put your name on that wall. You deserve it, man. Yeah, you should be up there with those other people that nobody's heard of. <laughs> You're gonna take this shit home? Count it off. Dance the night away. Dance the night away. This. He is so off pitch. He, I, I was I was with him when he was telling his dumb story. His band, and and again, I I don't know if it's backing uh, tracks or not because obviously they can't just control backing tracks that closely. Sure, they could with a click. You think? Yeah, if they've got one of those fucking drum trigger things, but they could absolutely do that. But. Again, regardless of its backing tracks or actually his band, yeah. his band is spot on. The band can play. They can. Play-wise, <laughs> I, think, I, I believe that it's the band playing. Yeah, but he's, he is caterwallering yeah. <laughs> nowhere close in pitch. Not, not even in the same ballpark. Nowhere close. Nope. Terrible. <laughs> Dude, somebody in the chat room put it up there, and I said this is worse. This or Brett's, you know you want it. This is worse. This is worse. That's what I think, too, by a lot. Yeah. I'd listen to the Brett Michaels song five times before I'd listen to that again. Yeah. That, it's just... 
it, it's it's just so it's just so unnecessary. It's embarrassing, is it what is. it is. You know, you hear this, and this is what people are hearing. You almost want don't want to say, "Yeah, I'm a Van Halen fan." <laughs> yeah, I love that fucking first record. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, women and children first. No, <laughs> want to hear that? Oh my god. <clears throat> So bad. Worse than the infirmary kids. <laughs> now we're talking. Now that's legit there. That's a toughie. Yeah. Because the infirmary kids were pretty out of tune as well. They were. Can I say draw? <laughs> pretty much. I think I'd rather listen to the Roth only because somewhere in my head I know the real words. Yeah, you know the song. And I know the song a little bit where the infirmary kids is just shit. And, oh, my God. It's not a, it's not a, neither, neither idea is pleasing, though. If those are my two options of my day, either that or die, it would be an instant pick of one. That's for sure. I'd have to contemplate death at least a little. Well, people pay money for that. Somebody just posted a chat room between 65 and 120 a ticket. Fuck that. <laughs> he's just he's just screaming out words. He's it's just terrible. Is Roth worse than Stephen Piercy? Depends on Oh which yeah. Steve oh yeah. I mean, I mean I've seen I've seen this latest Tour, some of the mm -hmm. video from this latest rat tour. Yeah, Steven, and sounds Steven sounds fine. Now, Steven fucked up or Roth. Sa Sao Paulo. Ooh, boy. This. I would. Boy, that's a that's a big toss up. I, I'll, I'll go with the Sao Paulo. I will, too, because at least we know why Steven was bad. Mm hmm. Roth is trying, and he just sounds like this. Yeah. Neither is acceptable, but... See, DLR or smoke this, smoke this all day long. I'll take smoke this all day long over that. <laughs> At least that's in pitch, and, you know, it's in key. Any recorded thing, I'm going to take... Any band's recorded music, I'm going to take over, over this. I'll, I'll take any Rush record over this. I'll take any, who's a band that we hate? Any Poison album, any, Holly Weird. I'll listen to that 10 times in a row before I'd listen to this concert. Yeah. You know, this is in the realm of this or Mark Slaughter when he couldn't sing. Remember that? Slaughter, yeah, Slaughter. yeah, he was, it was, he was really rough. And that's in this ballpark, don't you think? Or when Michael Schenker was trying to solo and he was so fucked up. <laughs> that was pretty bad, too. <laughs> that was awful. I'd take Nostradamus over this. I would take Nostradamus over this, wouldn't you? Again, it's all in key. Yeah, and, and it's good production. It's just bad songs. I love that Chipper's trying to get me with it, is with that I can't sing. We all know that's not true. Yeah, there's there's nothing recorded that I think I would take. I wouldn't take 
over this Roth. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the real test. This or the live Van Halen album? Ooh. Boy. This, well, they're both pretty equally as bad. That that live Van Halen album from Japan? Yeah. Boy, that sucked. <laughs> can you pull that up and play? Yeah, play I, can, a- I, I could probably pull it up. See if you can find that and play a little bit of Dance the Night Away. See if we can hear if he's improved or, or devolved. Let me see here. What was it called? Uh, Van Halen. I thought it was just live or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, called? here it is. Tokyo Dome in concert. There you go. Let's see if Dance the Night Away is on there. Here it is. I got it. Tim James or DLR, Tim James all day long. Yeah, here we go. Here's some dance the night away. insist on like singing like way out of key and he's got millions of dollars where he could hire a coach to help him yeah it's like he's like really blowing his blowing his voice out trying to sing some high some high notes and he doesn't have to do that right misses constantly he's awful but he's better here yeah he's way better here but he still misses the cue almost he's he's terrible it's amazing to me it's been amazing to me that van halen put this thing out yeah but i gotta admit though just listening to the music only Mm -hmm. just just listening to to eddie and and alex and you know wolfgang to do the music part i mean Mm -hmm. they they play that music part just perfectly sure 
I mean, well, it almost sounds like the record. They they have pride in what they're doing. It's Dave that doesn't. It's no wonder those guys didn't want to work with him for so many years. Yeah. Can you imagine they, after all those years, you get him back and this is what he sounds like? <laughs> Just got to be like, what the fuck? I, again, I think that I personally think that David Lee Roth could be salvageable as far as like harmonizing and stuff. I don't know what his problem is. He just seems like he's like deaf or he's behind or can't harmonize or I, he just doesn't want to. I, I'm not really sure. It's weird. It's got to be doesn't give a shit because, again, even if he was even if he couldn't hear, he could be taught to fucking sing mm-hmm. you know he could be taught when when to come in when not to and where where to put his pitch you know that you, you could learn that that feel mm-hmm. coach he doesn't care yeah does not care i would never spend money to see him again <laughs> well fortunately the last three times i've seen him i have not spent the money to see him <laughs> uh, uh, Last time I spent money to see him was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I didn't spend money on the 07 tour. I had tickets for that given to me. I didn't spend money on the 2010 tour. And then obviously we were guests at the 2015 tour. So I, I didn't spend money on the last. I saw three three tours, but it was just and and I walked out on the third one. Yeah, I was we done. All, I was just like, I, I can't take this. I got to go home. You left, and me and Scotty left, and we had to wait for fucking John. <laughs> John was like, it's all about Eddie, man. We oh, my God. I, I left after the fourth song. We left after the eighth song. We were just both. I looked at Scotty. I was like, fuck this. Let's just go sit in the car. It won't be as painful. <laughs> it was painful. It was. It, it was painful to watch. And, and he's never been good. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing that I don't know what these guys that claim they saw Van Halen back in the day and that they were good are, are thinking. Because I saw Van Halen back in the day. I saw him in 1984 on the on that on that tour, <clears throat> and they were he was garbage then. I mean, better. He was better, but even as a kid, I didn't walk away thinking that was fucking great. This was like, eh. All right. Saw Van Halen. Check it off the list. You know, I mean, they were not that great then. I mean, the band was. Eddie Van Halen was. Alex Van Halen was. Michael Anthony doing the the drinking with the Jack Daniels bass was pretty cool. (laughs) As a 14-year-old kid or whatever it was. You know, but Dave never was. To me, Dave never was that good. Yeah. Well, vocal-wise, and I'm talking back in the day. Yeah, he wasn't great, but he was a good theatrical frontman. He was passable. Yeah, passable with good stunts and you know the char- he could get away with charisma and kind of shitty. No, singing. it's charisma. Yeah, he had charisma. <laughs> he had a lot of charisma, <laughs> but he <clears throat> he could get away with it because they were so fucking huge. Yeah, of course. But now. Whereas, you know, the hair's gone and he dresses like fucking Charlie Chaplin <laughs> and 
fucking, you know, and he's doing all his cha-cha moves. Yeah, and fucking, yeah, I know exactly. You know, he's doing all this fucking stuff. He can't fucking fake it anymore with that shit. <clears throat> he can't fake it anymore. You know, he, he was able to fake it back then because they were like the biggest band in the world. Now you're a fucking bad lounge singer. And that's just the way it is. Yeah, the, you you nailed that right on the head, the cha-cha moves. <laughs> that's what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. Doing the cha-cha. It's like, what are you fucking doing? You think Van Halen fans want to see you do the fucking cha <laughs> What's next, a tango? Yeah. You know, he's going to do a tango on Big Bad Bill, something, do the tango in the middle of it. Yep. Fucking tell a story about how you went to a tango school, wrote your name on the wall. Fucking idiot. Shut up. Sing in key, and then we'll worry about all your dumb stories, you fucking cocksucker. That's why that's, that's why that's why I always say that he he's like a vaudevillian character. Yeah, he's fucking jazz hand jerk off, that's what he is. <laughs> I think that's what I need to name this segment tomorrow, Jazz Hands Jerk Off. What he is? He comes off like a jazz hands jerk off. Uh, David Lee Roth dash jazz hands jerk off. Exactly. <laughs> Man. That's funny. Alright, well fuck Dave. Fuck Dave. Good have have fun, you KISS fans that are gonna fucking go early to see that. Ugh. Jesus. Well, he he cashed in, you know, I don't know what uh you know, I don't know what his take is on the opening slot for Kiss, but, you know, good for him. Yeah, I'm sure he's not getting what, I'm sure he's getting a lot more than, like, if Dirty Honey was on the tour or something. Yeah. I'm sure he's getting a lot more than that. So, you know, whatever. Hey, go, hey, I'm glad the guy's out there making money, but, man, what an embarrassment. <laughs> All right, that's a good way to end the show. All right, good, because my throat is done. I'm sure you are, so uh, we're going to get out of here. But uh, good show. Glad to be back. 2020. Yep. Uh, we want to thank our good friend Don Dawkin for calling in and kind of giving us an update on his uh, status. I will be out in L.A. next week uh, for NAM. Yep. Uh, if you're in the L.A. area and you want to meet up somewhere or whatever uh, just hit us up on hit me up on the email request at the classic metal show.com yep, yep. uh but i will be out at the uh heavy metal hall of fame induction ceremony i believe the uh inside metal screening is open to everybody as far as i know okay so if you're in the anaheim area on wednesday i think uh they're allowing you know anybody wants to come see the thing come in right and then I'll be at Nam and come back on Sunday. So Chris will be hosting the show with whomever. Uh, Stephanie's doing it, and I think AJ's coming too. All right. So cool. It'll be silly. All It'll right. Be, definitely be a drinking show. All right. And okay. I'll tell, and I'll tell everybody now before they even start complaining. There won't be any hair metal played. <laughs> it's going to be all heavy. Right. Okay, well, I'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Chris will take over next week, and, you know, maybe I'll call in from Nam and see if I can corral anybody uh, while I'm out there and call in and see what's going on. Sounds good to me. All right, 
You want to pick our closing tune? Um, how's about if we go with some, um, uh, I would say rush, but no, after we made that big stink, I'm not doing that. Um, how about if we go with some, um, Megadeth, um, 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 train of consequences. Okay. I see Megadeth is back. They are. I guess uh I guess Dave is uh healed. Yeah, so they say. And they're ready to tour. Yeah. So he, uh I'm curious how he kept his hair. Oh, did he did he have chemo or did he just have radiation? I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah, if he had radiation, I don't think uh, that affects your hair, but who knows? I'd be interested if he shows up at the thing all bald and shit, because he's never cut his hair, has he? Not as far as I know. Not not in his not in his famous career. Never. Wow, that'd be. Well, I hope he did. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, wearing a ball cap or something, no hair. Too funny. Love it. All right. All right. Fuck out of here. All right. Well, we're going to leave you with some uh, mega death. So uh, until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Aiken. And we're gone. Bye, kids. Hey, everybody. This is David Ellison of Megadeth, and you're rocking hard to the classic metal show. Here.